Election Day is here, and that means Janet Jones is back. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in wondrous downtown Splendid, West Virginia. It's episode 56, exactly one year ago, episode 7, you met quantum leaping whiz kid Tanner Thompson for the first time. In that same episode, I told you about Janet Jones, second grade class president. So appropriately enough, today's episode will bring back the two updates on Tanner and Janet are ahead. Back into the game. Again? Against everyone's better judgment, Tanner and Max have leapt back into the gaming world. I know what you're thinking because I'm thinking it too. They've only been back four weeks, five, after months of quantum leaping from one video game to the next, trying to avoid the villainous Mr. X. Splendid's own computer whiz kids have gone back into the game. This time, however, they are on a hunt. This time, it is Mr. X on the run. You see, after Pangea, it didn't take long for word to spread regarding the real identity of Mr. X. Splendid elementary gym teacher. When he was outed, theory transformed and vanished. Tanner and Max were sure they knew where he was hiding. Interesting note, as far as Theory's transformation goes, turns out the guy's a shapeshifter. All these years he's been studying science and technology to gain the know-how to pull off his goal of total and complete destruction of all the world's technology. He also learned quite a bit along the way about transformation and beyond shapeshifting. He now, I have heard, resembles something of a life-size computer gaming controller. Can that be true? You know how rumors spread, but Max swears she saw it with her own eyes. Tanner believed her. I guess I have to as well. And this time, Tanner and Max, well, they're going to have a little help. Tanner's sister, kid superhero Tracy Thompson, has gone back with Tanner and Max into the gaming world to ensure their safety. Tanner tried to talk her out of it, as did Buck Travers. I tried to talk her out of it too, but Tracy is headstrong. Once she has set a course to do something, there's no talking her out of it. Their mission, this trio, is to transport into the gaming world Quantum leap from one computer and device, then game to another, and another, and another, until they find Mr. X. Theory. Until they find and capture him and bring him back to Splendid, where he will be arrested and stand trial 
and hopefully one day be sentenced to splendid prison where he will hopefully not, as my future time travels have hinted at, lead a rebellion and break out of all splendid villains you have ever met and many you've yet to hear about. That most definitely is a story for another day. Stay tuned in the coming weeks and months for updates on Tanner and Max and Tracy as I receive updates and wish them well, listeners. Send them good thoughts. They're going to need it. Breaking news from Splendid Elementary. It's time for a Splendid Elementary election update. You tuned in to hear an election day tale. One, of course, involving now third grader Janet Jones at Splendid Elementary. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Another splendid election. After a successful year as president of the second grade, Janet Jones decided not to seek a second term in third grade. Janet decided one year was enough, opting instead to focus on a third grade free of the splendid elementary political machine. Besides, Janet was quite satisfied with what she had accomplished the previous year in second grade. In her reign as president, Janet's spearheaded replacement of all the busted and broken crayons with brand new Crayolas. Additionally, she had talked Mr. Owens, her teacher, into instituting a twice-a-week nap time to boost productivity. Finally, she helped bring back the long-defunct pen pal program, which connected splendid students with kids from all over the world. A Janet Jones free race would see David Payne rise to the ranks of third-grade class president, and though Janet wasn't pleased with some of his methods, like scaring classmates into thinking that the fourth-graders down the hall were intent on stealing third-graders' iPads, or some of the impossible promises that he made, like his pizza every day for lunch promise, she endeavored to support him, as his success meant success for all third graders. Then, scandal hit. A scandal is an event that is considered to be bad or wrong, that makes a lot of people upset. Third grade president David Payne's scandal revolved around some money that had disappeared from the classroom budget around the same time David Payne bought himself ten books at the school book fair. Then, candy bars for the third grade fundraiser disappeared, and though President David Payne swore he had nothing to do with it, that was a hard case to make, his face covered in chocolate as it was. President David Payne tried to blame the theft on the fourth graders down the hall that he so often villainized, but Janet Jones wasn't having it. It is clear that you are the one to blame, President Payne. 
Janet scolded. There is evidence connecting you to the thievery. The books, the chocolate. And I am hearing from second graders that you bribed them with box tops in exchange for helping you to steal this selection from Henry White. President David Payne was defiant. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do about it, Janet Jones? I am president. I can do whatever I want. Janet disagreed. That's not true. We, as third graders at Splendid Elementary, have a right to impeach when our president breaks the rules. Not many of Janet's classmates knew what impeachment meant. But she was more than happy to teach them. To impeach someone simply means to charge someone with misconduct or wrongdoing. Janet went about on a campaign to impeach President David Payne and have him removed from office. According to third grade teacher Miss Jordan's class rules, David could only be removed from office if two-thirds of the students in class, 14 out of 21, agreed. Miss Jordan put David Payne on trial. David made his case that he should stay while Janet made a case to have him removed. In the end, when all of the evidence had been presented, and when all students had carefully weighed both students' arguments, exactly 14 out of 21 voted to impeach and remove President David Payne from office. A new election was held, and wouldn't you know it, Janet Jones decided to run for office after all, she defeated her opponent, Henry White, poor Henry, by a vote of 13 to 8, a landslide victory by elementary school standards. Janet promised to work hard to represent her fellow third graders in meeting all their needs. David pledged to return in fourth grade to reclaim his rightful place as class president. Hopefully all involved can set aside their differences and work together. Because at any age, 8 or 88, we are stronger united than we are divided. Janet Jones has a difficult task ahead of her indeed, but I have faith she's ready and able. That's all for this week, listeners. Tune in next week. You'll meet, at long last, the last giggly putts. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful week. Be good to each other. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree or a shrub. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.